Welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio Classics, where we take a look at some episodes you may have missed with a little bit of intro to begin with. Now, this episode is probably one of my most famous episodes. I've referenced it a lot on the show. It created a reoccurring character. But man, this episode was really, really hard to do. This episode followed up the Vampire Sex Cult to Yerba Buena, which was... I did spend about a week kind of plotting it in my head, how I wanted to tell the story and things like that. So when I sat down on the mic, it just came right out. This story was the opposite. I had done way more research than I had for the Vampire Sex Cult, because there really wasn't much information for that story. This one, this guy, Hans, he has a ton of videos. This was recommended to me uh, via Gmail from a guy named Matthew. And it was so dense. I really, really appreciate it. It ended up being one of the best episodes I've ever recorded. But it was so dense, and really the information came down to this. A lunatic, I shouldn't say that, an alleged lunatic believes a weird thing. And these episodes are really, really hard to do. Because it's basically just a list of insane statements. And what happened was, I remember vividly recording this episode. It's going to have three segments. First, I, oh, This is also the first episode where new news is a thing. And new news came about because I was really having a hard time finding stories that I had time to research. Because I had some work thing going on. I think I make a reference to that in the episode. I remember being pressed for time, so when I found this folder called New News on my computer, which was all these old articles, I was like, oh, this is perfect. I don't have to, you know, do a bunch of research. It's just one article, and I'll tell this funny story. This episode was the first installment of New News, and I had a dueling story that went on for about a half hour. The version you're going to get is maybe like eight minutes, but I actually went on and on and on about all these other duels. And it was, comp- I just chopped it all out. Chopped it all out. The story about the guy, I'm not going to ruin the other story. There's a second story, a true crime story, which is, a, it's a great Dead Rabbit Radio moment. Oh, it's horrible tragedy. Horrible tragedy for the people involved. But a great story. But when I started recording this, the segment for Monkeys Don't Exist, it was basically just me listing off, isn't this wacky? This guy believes this thing. And this thing. And this thing. And this thing. And I remember recording it. And thinking, this sucks. This is just me listing off facts. So I'm going to re-record this. So I went back and I re-recorded it. And I was the list of fact and a joke. And a fact and a fact and a joke. And I, I couldn't stand it. So boring. And I'm thinking, is it the problem with the information? Or... Is it the problem with my presentation? I remember at a certain point shutting off my microphone and sitting back in my chair and thinking, I can't tell this story. I can't tell this story. I have an episode due in a couple hours. I can't tell this story. And I sat in my living room in silence for probably, uh, for quite a long time. Probably not longer than an hour, but for a long time. I just kind of sat there. And then I thought, what if I have the person himself present the information? What if I create this person I'm having a conversation with? Which I was loath to do. I don't, well now I can do it, but at the time I was not a fan of gimmicks, gimmicky stuff. I tell jokes, obviously, and things like that, but the idea of like interviewing myself, and it just seems super gimmicky. 
the joy you hear me, the giggling at me, laughing at my own jokes, me um, can barely getting through a sentence when I'm describing the beliefs of Hans, that is pure elation. Because what happened was, as I was recording it, I was in a state of ecstasy. Because I had... This episode, easily, recording-wise, took me the longest to record. Hands down. I have never spent more time recording an episode. All in all, I probably spent about two and a half hours from the time I hit the mic to the time I started to edit it. Simply recording and deleting and recording and deleting. This is the longest episode I've ever done. And when it, when I listen to it, I it gives a big smile to my face because I remember just the frustra- the utter frustration I had trying to get this information across to you in an entertaining way. So I want to present to you the episode Monkeys Don't Exist. I think it's one of the best episodes of the podcast. It's one a lot of people have responded to as well. I brought Hans back for a later episode, and I've debated whether or not to bring him back again. So sit back, grab a glass of Diet Cranberry Sprite, and listen to the Dead Rabbit Radio classic episode. Enjoy. Crazy Duels. An Unspeakable Crime. And then we'll take a look at probably one of the worst conspiracies since World War II never happened. Monkeys don't exist. Today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you're having a great day too. We're still running our episodes a little bit different right now. Not in our normal format, because like I said before, my work schedule's changed a bit and I'm trying to find the right rhythm. So this is also going to be one of those episodes. This episode's going to be a little bit different. Now, I have a folder on... I found a folder on one of my computers called New News. And it was web pages that I downloaded, because I always was afraid stuff was going to get memory hold and information was just going to disappear. I had a folder of downloaded articles, and it was entitled New News, and it's ironic because all the articles in there are from the year 2004. So they're all super old articles, but I've found a lot of really weird news stories that I saved from that time, and we're going to be covering them periodically. We're going to do probably quite a few this week because they're just short, shorter stories, and yeah, there's just some bizarre stuff in there, like just weird crimes and bizarre events and things like that. So we'll be going through that during this week of kind of shortened episodes or shortened stories and things like that. But let's go ahead and get on to our first bit of new news. This new news story comes from the year 2004. That's why it's so ironic. Like at the time, this was like, whoa, these are new stories. I better put these in my new folder. Here, let's start off with this one. So this one was in my new news folder. But it took place way, way before 2004. This was this was the entirety of the note that was in my folder. It was basically like two paragraphs. And it was from a website that doesn't exist anymore. But it told this quick story. In 1852, these two men wanted a duel. I think it was in Kentucky. These two men were like, let's duel, you know. And the, if I challenge you to a duel, dueling rules say you pick the weapon. So the other guy said, okay. Let's both go to the doctor, and he'll slash our vein. He'll slash a big vein on us. And the, 
the person who gives up first from massive blood loss loses. And the other guy's like, okay, I guess that's better than getting gangrene from getting shot with a bullet. 1852, so, I mean, I guess you could probably get gangrene just from the scalpel, but... So these two guys go to a doctor's office, and the doctor's like, what? And they're like, it's a dual thing. It's a dual thing. You wouldn't understand. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess I guess I'm not hip enough. And so he does. He slashes both the guy's vein. That's all it said. It didn't say which vein. And one of the guy gets his carotid artery slit, and the other guy's like, oh, I just wanted it off my wrist. And they just stared at each other until they both grew pale and increasingly weak, was the quote. And then they just kind of nodded at each other, and doctor showed them up, and they went on. That was it. Uh, there was no, even the website was kind of like, yeah, we, you know, we don't know who was involved in this. We don't know a lot of details about it, but that is apparently a dueling legend, a dueling myth. Probably true. People got crazy back then. Okay, that quick next story here. I like that story. I actually read a bunch of dueling stories. Abraham Lincoln got challenged to a duel and all sorts of stuff. Maybe we'll do some other duels. I don't know. If they're exceptional, people are like, dude, I wonder if anyone's ever dueled with cobras. Not me versus a cobra, but, like, we each hold a cobra and we try to, like, have it bite the other person. If I get to choose my weapon in a duel, what weapon am I proficient in? I guess the fact that I even have to think about that is a bad sign. What if you could... I would challenge you to a duel of light and sound. So it's just, like, these huge strobe lights. And you're like... I don't know. I don't know what type of weapon I would duel with. Not like it's anything, even a battle of the wits, I still get stomped on. Unless I can straight up home alone a forest and put, like, like, tie branches down and put paint cans up in trees. Battle of the wits, I'd lose too. Couldn't arm wrestle anyone. I I mean, I can arm wrestle people, but I'm talking about, like, life or death. What type of weapon would I want to choose in a life or death duel? You guys are like, this is compelling podcasting, Jason. Hmm. Not an eating contest. I can't think of one particular thing that I'm good enough in that I would expect other people to suck at and the loser dies. And, I mean, I could say, like, ooh, a writing contest, but like a duel, like a physical, some sort of weaponry. Hmm. I've walked away from a lot of car crashes, but again, I, I don't... I w- Again, I don't want to test my luck on that one. Uh, I, I, I honestly, <laughs> I've done some editing. Basically, there was two minutes of silence there as I was looking around my apartment thinking, how would I <laughs> want to fight a duel? And I have nothing. So I've edited out that two minutes of silence and I just can't think of anything. So let's go ahead and move on to the next story. Okay, <laughs> maybe if maybe if the opportunity arose, I could come up with something. I don't know, throw monkeys at each other? I don't know. I mean, I figure everything else... Anyway, anyways, we're we're, we're totally, totally off topic. These are supposed to be shorter episodes. Next piece of new news. I don't know if I'm going to do that every time, but this is the other piece of new news. This one actually does fall into that 2004 area. This one happened in 2005 in Holland. And what's interesting about some of these articles is I haven't been able to find a lot of follow-up. These are just kind of vague blurbs. In Holland, there is this guy, he was... 42 years old, so my age. They didn't release his name in the court documents. He just went by the name R.Z. He gets a vision from God who tells him, you need to make a sacrifice. And he's like, yeah, dude, you're totally right. Like, that is what I need to do. It's 2005. There's not a lot of good television. There was kind of like the dead area. It was before the golden age of television. So all you kind of did was sit around and have visions from God. He, you, I'm, I'm approaching the story very glib compared to what's coming. <laughs> He has a vision from God. He says, hey, stop watching Powerpuff Girls and drinking 
surge soda. I don't know what was around in 2005. Anyways, so God comes down and says, you need a sacrifice. And the guy goes, you know what, dude? I love my mom so much. She would be the best sacrifice ever. Because I'm giving up something that I truly love. And God's like, yeah, totally, dude. And then he like vanishes. Spoiler alert, it wasn't actually God. But this guy decides, yeah, I have to sacrifice my mom. His mom's 76 years old. He creeps up behind her and bashes her head in. And you're like, okay, that's gross. Sacrifice is over, right? Then he slits her throat. And you're like, dude, hey, stop it, stop it. Sacrifice is over. Then he cuts her arms off. And you're just like, now you're kind of just standing silently in the corner. And you're like, dear God, please let the sacrifice be over. But it's not, because then you spend the next eight hours huddled in the corner of the room as he's skinning her. Still not done. He then puts on her skin, puts on uh, one of her dresses, because he has to be modest, right? He can't just, you just can't wear a dead person's skin just out in the public. You've got to put on some clothes over it. Where's her skin? You know, now he can has free movement of her arms because her arms are cut off. I'm sorry, this story is super brutal. And I'm being jokey about it, but I don't think there's really any other way to approach it. He puts on her skin, puts on her dress. He goes out into the street and starts directing traffic for the local Hollandese, the Hollandaise, the Hollidians, we'll call them. The local Hollidians. He stands out there, directs traffic, screaming out Bible verses. Eventually, somebody calls in and they go to the police. They go, there's a man out here who's wearing a dress covered in blood. And I think there might be something on under that dress, but I don't want to know. And so the cops come and they arrest him. And he goes peacefully. He's in prison. Supposedly, that's just the end of the article. I tried looking up to see if, like, how he was ever adjudicated, if he's still in jail, any of that stuff. It's been memory hold. All that information's gone. It's the interesting thing because you'll find articles from way, way back that people have just kind of forgotten about. Now, I could have just read you the headline. of The headline of it is more succinct than anything I could say. The headline of that article is, Killer directs traffic wearing mom's skin. So I could have just read you that, but I wanted you to picture it more for whatever, for whatever horrifying reason. Okay, that's all with new news. And that's funny. That actually took about as much time as a normal story, but... This story was sent to me by Matthew. He is, he's, a, he's, I think he sent us World War II does not exist. So he sent us some great stuff. And I got this article from him. And if he didn't send us that story, I'm sorry. But he did send, he has sent us stuff in the past that we've covered in the past. He sent me this email and I read it and I was like, this is absolutely nuts. And I could present it in a conventional way where I just tell you how nutty it is. And we both laugh at this guy. But I'm going to do something a little bit different here. You're at a party. Or you're at somebody's house, wherever you feel comfortable. Or at your own house. I guess you probably feel more comfortable at your house than someone else's house. But you're just hanging out by yourself. And somebody you kind of know but aren't super familiar with. An acquaintance, we'll say. This acquaintance name is Hans. He walks in, plops down on your couch, grabs a refreshing glass of Diet Sprite Cranberry. I'm actually going to go get another cup right now. Hold on. Okay, so we're back. So Hans Hans went to his fridge and got some diet cranberry Sprite. Sits down on the couch next to you and goes, Hey man, what's up? How you doing? And you'd rather not be bothered because you're comfortable. But he's an acquaintance and you're trying to be polite. You start making chit-chat about whatever. And then at one point, Hans goes, I'm so tired of... I'm so tired of all those men who don't really know that they're women. Takes a long sip of his soda. And goes, ah, because it's refreshing. 
And you're like, what? Hans is like, you know, you you're, you know them, right? The men who don't know their women and the women who don't know their men. Or maybe they do know that they're opposite gender, but they're trying to fool us. They're trying to fool all of us. You kind of, <laughs> there's just a dead silent in the room for a second. Your kind of eyes are kind of darting around and you're like, what? What's going on? You see, you see, friend, Hans says to you as he puts his hand on your knee to comfort you and to keep you from running away. I've cracked the code. You see my long, skinny arms? You see these long, skinny Hans arms? These are the arms of a man, correct? Now, now, before you answer, the answer is obviously correct, but the other day I was looking at a photo of Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. And she had the same arms as I do. Angelina Jolie is a man. And you're like, you slowly move his hand off your knee and you're like, oh, okay. You see, I was looking at a photo of Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt and I realized something. Who would I rather have move my stuff from point A to point B? Who would you? And you go, well, Brad Pitt, wrong. You see, Brad Pitt's arms are T-Rex arms. They're tiny. They're a woman's arms. And they're, they're puffy and they're muscular because he does steroids. But Angelina Jolie has arms like mine. Do you deny that I am a man? And you go, oh, I, you're probably a man. Yeah. And how else could you explain why Angelina Jolie has arms like mine? A man. Unquestionably a man. I can show you right now. No, 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 no. Hans, Hans, Hans. And you just kind of sit there in silence for a second. And then he looks at you and goes, did you know that all fat men are women? Now, I'm going to take you out of the narrative here for a second. There is an actual guy named Hans who has a YouTube channel called Conspiracies by Hans. He's up to Conspiracies by Hans 5. Not because he has these ton of videos. He does have a ton of videos, but his first Conspiracies by Hans was shut down by YouTube. Conspiracies by Hans 2 was shut down by YouTube. Now he has 3, 4, and 5. They're basically all the videos are mirrored. So he believes this stuff. And the Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt is an actual example he used and comparing his arms to Angelina Jolie's. And the moving, the moving stuff, it was all from his video. But let's get back to the narrative because he, again, says, did you know that all fat men are actually women? And you kind of look down. You're a little, you're a little chubby yourself. You're a little chubby yourself. You're starting to, starting to feel a little self-conscious. Maybe he thinks you're a woman. Maybe he's hitting on you with his long Hans arms. And you're kind of like, well, I don't know if... If, I, wait, what? You're saying that all men who are overweight are actually women. He goes, yes, being overweight, having any sort of mass on your body whatsoever is the sign of being a woman. Look at me. I'm I'm a bean pod. I'm just one. I'm basically, if I turn sideways, I disappear. Wait, no, that's two dimensions. He, he He's like, basically, I'm one dimensional. I'm one line that goes on forever. See, I know my physics. He goes, I have cracked the code. You see. Most men are women, and most women are men, and it's tranny world, and you're like, whoa, 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 wait, that's a bit of a slur, bro, like, he's like, hey, 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 I get that you're a little sensitive to this topic, and he kind of looks at your little puffy belly and goes, I know you're a little sensitive, ma'am, but let me assure you, I guess that joke doesn't work if you're actually a woman listening to this episode, but he goes... I understand that you're offended by that word. That is the reason why my YouTube channels keep getting shut down. So I will refrain from using it as much as I can going forward. But I'm here to tell you the truth, you see. 
we live in a world that's dominated by the transgendered. And then he kind of leans back in his chair. And you're like, okay, at least the worst is over. He's not throwing out slurs. He's not touching me (laughs) with his long arms. Then he leans forward again and goes, hey, uh, you like pumpkins? You're like, what? So he goes, so uh, Thanksgiving was a bit ago. And you're like, yeah, it was. He goes, did you eat? Did you eat pumpkin pie? (laughs) You're like, what? And you you just have to answer him at this point. Yeah. Yeah, Hans. I ate some pumpkin pie and he's all, did you know the color orange is satanic? It's it's a sign of evil. It's a sign of the conspiracy. And you're like, you can start looking around your room for anything that's possibly orange. You're like, oh, oh no, my basketballs. (laughs) They're like hiding in the closet. He goes, you see, we know orange is satanic. Because NASA uses a bunch of orange stuff. Here, let me show you some photos. And he begins scrolling through his video. His actual he has actual videos on this. He's scrolling through his videos, and you're watching 10-minute-long videos of him showing you all the photos of NASA spacecraft that has orange stuff in it. Like orange chairs, you know, like safety chairs. Any any sort of orange paint or orange stripes in this shuttle. And then he turns to you and goes, You want to know the most sinister part? astronauts drink tang a sweet delectable orange drink that's why i drink diet cranberry sprite it's clear you see no shasta for this man for this long-armed man now at this point you're thinking okay he's already told me that i might be a woman (laughs) he's told me that a basic color is a satanic what what else could be coming out of this guy's mouth He, he turns and he looks around your room and goes oh I see you like the Avengers, huh? Infinity War? That's an awfully orange poster, actually. Yeah, 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 it was a pretty good movie. I liked it when, uh... Don't spoil it. He goes, Did you know that the element for iron is F.E.? So, Iron Man means F.E. Man or Femme Man. The X-Men... Mean you're like, let me guess, let me guess. The X-Men mean they're X-Men. Exactly. Exactly. You are understanding these things now, my short-armed chubby friend. You are seeing through the veil. Did you know that Bat, and you have no idea where this is going, did you know that Bat is Hebrew for daughter? So Batman Begins is actually Daughter Man. Daughter Man begins. I guess he doesn't take into the Dark Knight series or whatever. But anyways, so now you're reconsidering ever having this guy as an acquaintance. You like him around because his long arms can be reached up, reached up on shelves. And then he prepares you for the coup de gras. He goes, what do you, he goes, what do you think of King Kong? And you're like, what? I've never, I've never, no one's ever asked me that question. I've never thought about my feelings of King Kong. But he goes, are you, are you, are you a fan of King Kong? Tell me, are you a fan? You've seen the movie Outbreak? You're like, yeah, a long time ago when I was a kid. He's like, did you like that movie? It was was okay. I like the movie theater scene. How about, do you like McGilla Gorilla? The whole cartoon and you're 
where is this going? Are these are the gorillas Satan worshippers? How is this? Where is this possibly going? And again, Hans believes all of this stuff. Everything I've told you, every joke I've told you, he actually believes in. That fat people are women and that Batman... I'm getting this all from his YouTube videos. But he looks at you and goes, have you ever heard of the band The Monkees? And you're like, okay, listen, dude, I get it. You're going to tell me something that involves primates. Just get to it. Quit naming off monkey stuff and just get to it. And he leans forward, uncomfortably close, uncomfortably close. Oddly enough, his breath smells like orange tang. (laughs) He looks you dead in the eyes, centimeters away, almost touching noses. And he goes, monkeys aren't real. Every monkey you've ever seen is a man in a monkey suit. The photos you see, those professionally done photos in all of those magazines, there's no way a photographer could take such a great photo. See, what they did was they got a man to put on a monkey suit, go into the dangerous wilds of Africa, swing through trees, fight lions, and then pose for a picture. And you're starting to recollect. You're starting to try to think of a time you've actually seen a monkey in real life. But almost like a telepath, he goes, ah, ah, ah. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking of that time you went to the zoo. You see, those were people in suits, too. And the chimpanzees, the the little ones you're thinking of, the ones that wear clothes, they're just midgets in fursuits. And the tiny ones, the baby ones, oh, those are just puppets. You've been tricked by Hollywood. You see, we've all been deceived. Well, not me. Not me with my ironically monkey-length arms, but... I haven't been deceived. You see, I see these photos of of gorillas, and I go, that's a guy in a suit. And I see a photo of a monkey, and I go, that's a smaller guy in a suit. But you've been deceived now. Now you know the truth. Monkeys don't exist. Most men are women. Most women are men. Color orange is satanic. Get rid of that clockwork orange poster. Then he looks over. (laughs) He looks over on your bookshelf and goes, hmm. Baking soda? Vinegar? <laughs> Did you know volcanoes don't exist? And then at that point, you can come out. At that point, you don't even know why you entertained them so much. You also don't know why you have baking soda and vinegar in your bedroom. But you kick them out. You kick out Hans. Now, just like YouTube has been canceling his channels. You're like, I'm done. So Hans believes all of that stuff. He has like 1,500 subscribers on his YouTube channels. He has more than I do. He gets more views than I do. And I don't know how many people are trolling him or watching this stuff because he's so insane. But uh, some of the comments, people are like, yeah, look at all that orange. It's ridiculous. I never go to Florida. I don't go anywhere where there's orange, dude. No one said, no one actually said I never go to Florida. But there were other people who agreed with him on the orange thing. I'm going to read some of his and it's so bizarre but i'm gonna read a couple of the titles of his youtube videos and you can watch these videos you'll watch maybe two or three of them and you'll realize he just keeps saying the same thing over again that's fake that's fake that's fake that's fake he just shows photos and stuff but i found some great titles of videos that you can watch from his channels um there's a video called vin diesel was pregnant i didn't watch that one but i'm assuming it's just (laughs) pictures of vin diesel who's put on weight T-Rexes versus monkey arms. So uh, he actually would admit he has monkey arms, I guess. Um, Women have shorter arms and real men have really long, lanky arms like himself. It's almost like he lives in a bubble and has never met another man in his life. He has a video, uh, Pandemonium. Pandemon, he doesn't even spell it right. 
but he's his he's trying to he's trying to say pandemonium pandemon pandemium damn it just spell correctly dude pandemian are pandas a fake species i'm assuming he thinks the answer is yes he also believes sloths are fake as well Tourette's doesn't make you shout obscenities probably just makes you make really insane youtube channels Oh, here's here's the title. Sloths are one of the most obvious fake animals. I did watch that video. It's because they smile and they look different. Like if a sloth comes in one one area and then is in another area, he's like, look at that sloth. He's green. Whatever, dude. Whatever. Yeah, this is a video that I'm assuming may have got him kicked off of YouTube. I don't know. It definitely, I'm sure, wrinkled a lot of people. IED hoax. Basically, there's no such thing as an IED. I personally know people who have been injured by ieds trust me they're no fucking joke after that he has so we go from ied hoax one of the most lethal weapons of war developed in say the past 20 years and i'm sure there's some argument on there but it's it's been a horrible weapon used against um u.s servicemen ied hoax and then after that he has hey arnold decoded so i don't know i i I hated that cartoon i was had no interest in watching that i'm sure it was pictures of hey arnold standing next to a swing set and he goes look at the triangle hey arnold is 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 illuminati hey arnold his nickname's football head footballs are kind of orange so whatever it's probably just nonsense Uh, modern war is fake and that was an interesting video because he was saying that all modern war is fake but he didn't go as far to say that world war ii never happened but i'm sure if he caught wind of that theory he'd totally be on board with it i did watch one of his videos called day moon and other topics he said the reason why we can see the moon during the day more now is because it's a sign that god is coming back (laughs) to the planet and i'm thinking i've been able to see the moon during the day my entire life i maybe he's just finally learned to to crane up his head more during the day, not hold it low in shame because he has this YouTube channel. He has an entire video called Outer Space is Orange. What? And it was funny because as I was watching some of his earlier videos, he's like, look at that monkey. And of course, that monkey's eating an orange. And I was like, wait, what? And this other video is like, look at the monkey. He's leaning against an orange chair. And I didn't get the reference until I finally watched Outer Space is Orange, where they made the connection that Orange is somehow satanic or evil or something like that. He has a a great video. I wasn't able to watch it. Oh, wait, no, I did watch this one. I did watch this one. It was stupid. He just says the same thing over and over again. The title really says it all. Reasons Outer Space is fake and gay. It's interesting because he's not necessarily a flat earther that I could tell, but he does believe that the sky is like part of the globe like it's or part of the the firmament firmament is the term thrown around in that community but he did act like there is no outer space and then finally again sorry about the slur guys but his probably his standout video and the first one i watched bubbles the chimp is a tranny midget in a fursuit so not only is it a tiny person in a fursuit but it's also a man pretending to be a woman and that video really was, I watched that video and then every other video I watched after that was kind of the same thing. He just showed pictures of Bubbles. If you don't know, Bubbles was Michael Jackson's personal chimpanzee, his best friend. And it's like Bubbles wearing clothes and he's like, yeah, right. A monkey wearing clothes. <laughs> I mean, it was just so ridiculous. There's a picture of Michael Jackson holding Bubbles. This might be the most racist thing on his entire channel. Michael Jackson is holding Bubbles. And this was before Michael Jackson Vildago took over most of his body, so he still had darker skin. Michael Jackson is holding 
Bubbles. And he is holding, he like has his hands around Bubbles' waist. And Hans cropped the photo so it looks like, because Michael Jackson was a weirdo. I don't think it was John Lester, but he was a weirdo. And him, him and Bubbles dressed in the same clothes. So Michael Jackson has his hand around Bubbles' stomach. And he crops the photo so it looks like, because they're wearing the same clothes, it looks like Bubbles has a human hand. And he goes, look at that. They didn't even bother to fix that. They're showing you that it's fake. And I'm thinking, that's a black dude's hand. You're hella racist. There's a black dude holding a monkey, and you're like, monkey hand. Obvious. <laughs> like, Hans. Hans, come on, dude. You know, part of me would love to have him on the show to debate him. But even Matthew was saying in his email, he goes, I'm paraphrasing here, but he said, the thing is with these people is that you can never really debate them. Every answer you give them, they're just going to say that's fake, that's fake, that's fake. And you're in on the conspiracy. Like, I would have to, this guy would have to be mauled by a gorilla to believe they existed. And even in his dying moments, he'd be like, oh, this is probably just a guy with really good fighting experience. Oh, a super strong dude. Out of all the conspiracies, this might be one of the weirdest conspiracies I've covered. He's definitely one of the weirdest guys I would rank up there, just because of the volume of material he puts out. We've run into conspiracy theorists and weirdos in the past on this show, and they're just off. But he's putting tons and tons of work into perpetuating this. I don't think it's a troll, because he's spent a ton of time doing it, and each time his channel gets taken down, he has to set up a new channel. doesn't really necessarily seem worth it for the trolliness, especially when he only has 1,500 followers. It's just everything is proof that he's right. And that's a weird way to live. I guess it's probably pretty easy and peaceful because everything you do is right and every thought you have is right. But man, that's just a bizarre way to live. So thanks, Matthew, for introducing me to Hans. Maybe someday he'll come on the show. I don't know. Or I do it. I would gladly go on his YouTube channel as well. Either one. I'd debate him. I would love to hear, I mean, it's not like I have really any counter-arguments other than that they're real, but I would just love to interact with that guy on some sort of level. Try to put some sense into his head. As, as Speaking as a woman, I'm, oh, oh, no, the secret. The secret is out. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be your email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash deadrabbitradio. Twitter is at Jason O. Carpenter. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys. Peace.